And so I think one of the roles that 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 the executive directors have in this process or or, board, or development staff is to continually work to inspire your board. Hey listeners, welcome back to the Center for Generosity podcast. I'm Mitzi Schaefer, a consultant with GSB Fundraising and your host. And on each episode of the Center for Generosity podcast, our goal is to equip you, our generosity leaders, by tackling a single topic related to growing generosity. Together, we answer the three most critical questions with one of our GSB consultants. And today, for the first time, I'm super excited to welcome Pete Royce, like Rolls Royce, he says, um, to our podcast. Pete, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited. So Pete, um, Pete's been a GSB consultant for four years now. Um, and prior to that, he is uh, a rostered pastor in the ELCA in the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America and served as the director of Evangelical Mission in, tell me what synod again, Pete? The Southeastern Minnesota Synod. Southeastern Minnesota. There's a lot of synods in Minnesota, so I want to make sure. There's I- a lot of us, yep. Yeah. Um, and so Pete has a lot of experience working with boards and councils. And so today we have, um, we've invited Pete to come on and talk to us about a really critical part of our board development series, which is training and equipping our board members to be fundraisers. I mean, we're about generosity around here. And so we want to get to it today. Um, by really tackling what what I think can can really make or break an organization sometimes, um, whether or not their board sees themselves as fundraisers. So Pete, are you ready to get started? Let's go. Awesome. Okay. So friends, um, getting right to it. Our first critical question for today on training and equipping board members to be fundraisers is, well, Pete, is it really the board's role? to be a fundraiser. Hmm, we're in the Center for Generosity. What do you think? <laughs> um, I, the, the question in some ways reminds me of the old, uh, those old Reese's commercials where you know one person's walking around with a hunk of chocolate and the other's got some peanut butter and they kind of bump into each other. And so it's like one person's walking with, with the word fundraising and the other's walking with the word board. And we say, these things are separate. They have nothing to do with each other, but when they actually run into each other, they're pretty delicious. Um, That's a great analogy. I love that. Thanks. You know, in so many organizations, you know, uh, people don't put these two things together. You know, I've worked with with a number of boards who really didn't see themselves at all as fundraising boards. You know, sometimes they they had never been invited to do it. And so when someone came and said, hey, we want you to be a part of helping us with our fundraising, all kinds of resistance went up, all kinds of walls went up. and sometimes, in, in some cases, even when we said, hey, we want you to give to our organization, that's really important. You know, sometimes the pushback was, well, why should we have to do that? We're giving our time. Mm. Hmm. Yes, you are. And we thank you for that. Um, but we want to invite you to give much more than that as well. You know, in, in many organizations, the board does understand this vital role, uh, but it's a culture change. And, you know, cultures don't change, you know, just right overnight. Uh, it takes a long time and a lot of practice and a lot of conversations uh, to be able to get a, a culture to shift. Um, 
and, and there's some some different ways we can think start thinking about shifting that culture. Um, you know, Simon Sinek has a great quote. He says, you know, there are only two ways to influence a human behavior. You can manipulate it or you can inspire it. Oh. Um, often when I've seen boards try to do this, they say, hey, we should be a fundraising board. Um, usually it's because either the executive director or the, or the, the board president decides this is what they should be. Um, and so they, they try to put it into the board expectations to say, okay, board, here's what you're going to do. Um, and last I checked, most of us don't like being told what to do, especially if we came onto a board where that wasn't the expectation. You know, we're like, well, wait a minute, this isn't what I signed on for. Um, and just so everybody remembers, or if you didn't catch it, um, two weeks ago, we, um, our topic was finding new board members and Jenny Smith helped us out with um, making sure that we were finding board members who understand what their role is. And so um, I think that's really important. Go back and listen to that. If you've, if you're just getting started and you're, you have a board that is um, established and you're not finding new people, we've got old people on there and you're trying to change culture like Pete's talking about, um, it's important to start thinking about those new people. So um, just as a, just as a check and balance there for you, but sorry. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Good. <clears throat> yes. And so, so as you try, try to shift that culture, um, to really to treat it like experiments, to do small experiments, to take baby steps. Uh, culture, if, if you try to force culture change through overnight, it will always end in disaster. Um, but if we can do take small steps, like for example, cultivate their personal gifts and don't just say, okay, you're bored now, you should give. I mean, you can, but that doesn't really do much. I mean, to go to the basic steps of inviting generosity, do the information, to inform and inspire and invite and thank. And if you don't catch those things in the Center for Generosity, you're missing something because that's kind of a mantra that we play with all the time. Yeah. Uh, some of the words are slightly different, but it's telling the, telling the stories, getting people excited before we ask. And so if we're gonna invite our board members to give, you know, let's inform and inspire before we make that invitation to give. So, so another experiment uh, that, that, uh, that you can do basically to take a baby step in the right direction is to have the board start writing thank you notes, to take board time to write thank you notes, um, which again is a way of getting them involved in the fundraising process without some of the, some of the, um, the pieces that they make people anxious of, well, wait a minute, we're not fundraisers. Well, one thing fundraisers do is they thank. And so we can get them involved in that way pretty simply. Yeah, that's great. And it doesn't feel like they're fundraising. It feels like they're thanking people for their- Exactly, fundraising. exactly. And then we can connect the dots and help them see, actually you are fundraising. Good job, thank you. Pete, that's a great, great response. Great, um, just a great reality for executives and CEOs and development folks to realize that board members really do have a role in being fundraisers. Exactly. But we can't just expect them to know that, number one, or to respond and know how to respond to that. But I think before we talk about like how to train them and how to get them accomplished um, doing that, which is our number three, I have a feeling our listeners are going to run into some pushback exactly. um, from yep. board members, especially established board members that didn't come on after we were trained to get them um, the right way. So what, what do our listeners need to do if they, if a board member says, whoa, 
stop. Fundraising is not my job. That's what we pay you for. Yep. Yep. We hear that all the time. Um, and, and, and I would say that there's a couple of practical, uh, there's one practical side of this is that, that you know, one, one thing that any executive director or development uh, team, they sometimes can be fairly limited in the connections that they have. And one of the advantages of a board is everybody on the board has their own networks uh, of people that they know. And so, so from, a, from a practical level, what the board can do is expand that level, number of contacts um, and the number of connections of, of people to, uh, to your organization. Um, and really at the heart, I, you know, I think that the critical piece that's at the heart of this whole fundraising conversation and, and why would uh, you know, someone want to be, uh, why would a board want to be uh, involved in fundraising at all, really gets back to the purpose of your organization. Um, if the, the members of your board are passionate about who you are, if they're, they're passionate about what you feel called to do, um, and, and the outcomes of that, you know, if, if that's the case, well, then why would you not want to invite other people uh, into that conversation? Um, be exuding, like exuding that passion, right? Yeah. Like, that thing you can't wait to tell people about. Yeah. And if, if you yeah. love what you're doing. And, and so I think one of the roles that, 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 that executive directors have in this process or, or, board, or development staff is to continually work to inspire your board. Um, to, to take it away from being just a business meeting, we have business to do, uh, but no, let, let's keep them engaged. Let's keep them excited. And as we do that, that helps them to see kind of deep down, this is what it's about. This is why I'm here. I'm not filling a slot on the board just because they need somebody, but my being on the board is making a difference. And when people see themselves in that role, holy cow, that's when they, they say, well, why would we not want to invite somebody else into this? Um, it takes it away from something you should do to, but I love this organization. I love what, what, what uh, ha is happening here. So why wouldn't I want to do it? And it's a very different mindset, but it only happens when we inform and inspire, uh, when we get people excited, um, including our board members, uh, to keep them excited about our mission. And I just want to, a little plug here, kind of as an actionable takeaway for our folks. One of the ways that I've seen that done best is when um, CEOs or executives bring in their program staff or their caseworkers or their um, folks who are direct frontline working with clients and let them tell the story mm -hmm. um, to the board at each and every board meeting about what's going on and they yep. make that a priority. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You know, and, and a helpful a helpful tool um, that they, that can be there, especially for faith based organizations. Um, Henry Nowen has a fabulous little book called "The Spirituality of Fundraising." It's a very very short read, uh, but it's a compilation of some speeches he had given. And, and Henry Nowen, uh, for those of you who don't know of him, he is not known as a fundraiser. Um, he's a deeply spiritual thinker, uh, but he helps people to think about how fundraising. And spirituality and, and, and your, your organization's mission really all tie together. So if you're faith-based, I strongly recommend getting this little book and thinking about it with your board because it, it can really help open some doors in that conversation. That's a great actionable. Thank you for that. Okay, so um, okay, so we know that it's their job. Uh, we know how to handle inspiring them um, if they're like, whoa, that's your job. I'm not doing exactly. that. So let's talk about some tacticals, like what can a board member do 
to mm-hmm. help with fundraising or to be a fundraiser for the organization that they're serving on? And there are lots of different roles that the board members can play. And, and one thing I love is, um, is, is keeping many of these options open because if people come on your board, they have different gifts, they have different passions, they, they have different connections. Um, and so letting them do what they do best, you know, so, so as you bring so people wait, on your board. So wait, you're, you're not, you're, so you're saying they don't do all the things. They don't know. No, they do not do all the things. Okay. Yep. 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 So, so as we talk about bring people on our board to sit down and have a conversation with them and saying, what can you do? You know, what, what gifts do you bring to the table? You know, and there's some people on your board who are going to be great at actually sitting down and asking and inviting people for gifts. Um, Now, if, if they're, if they're open and willing to do that, absolutely train them. Don't just say, oh, by the way, go ask someone for, you know, $500,000. Nope. Sit down, help them to understand the process, help them to fully understand what you're you're doing um, and and train them through that process. So some people will do that. For many people, that can be very, very intimidating. Um, And that's okay. You know, it doesn't mean that they don't have a role. Um, Other people, you know, will host a home gathering where they gather, you know, uh, their uh, kind of their cadre of people in their home. And then someone from your organization, whether executive director or someone else will come and lead a presentation. Um, and so their role really is to get people in the house and be, a, in, in, and be hospitable and to, to you know, provide the, the, the treats and things to, to make it a welcome place. Um, or, you know, inviting people to a gala or event. It kind of depends on what your organization has, but their role could just be to get people there. Um, or sometimes their role is to introduce people to the executive director or introduce them to the development staff. Again, to make to, to expand the connections and, and, and to be that authenticator, uh, to be the person that says, you know what, this, this organization is important. Um, and let me introduce you to the executive director who can tell you even more. Um, which is a way that then the board member doesn't have to say, but I'm not, you know, I don't have to feel uncomfortable asking for money but I'm making an invitation to a person who can do that and can do that well. And yeah. others, the, oh, go ahead. Yes, I was just gonna say, some of the best gifts that I've gotten as a development person um, or executive in an organization have come because the board member said, hey, you two people should meet. Yep. And then we had lunch together and the exactly. three of us had lunch and it worked out beautifully. And that validation um, and, and that the board member can say, hey, I'm inviting you because this is important and I give to it, right? Join me culture that we've been talking about donor first conversation. Um, That's a part of it too. So, so don't discount if you're a CEO or a board member who, um, if you're a board member who's thinking, gosh, I'm I'm really nervous about going and asking somebody for half a million dollars or even for $5,000, right? That's okay. But you can introduce people and that is critical. It's important. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. You're going, you're doing great. I just wanted no, to. Yeah. And just a few more. And so some people may have connections to foundations or, or other granting type organizations. And, you know, and that can be a really, uh, really powerful uh, piece of that. Or you may have connections to corporate sponsors. Um, and so it's not all just individual sponsors. And you may have, you know, in your community, you may be an authenticator for 
you know, all kinds of different businesses who may want to uh, support it, uh, the nonprofit that you're working with. So and there, there's just so many roles, but really at the heart, many of them are opening doors. Um, it's building connections. It's expanding that network and really building off of what you as board member are passionate about. Hopefully, if you're on the board, hopefully you are passionate about this um, and can bring that authentication to really to make a big difference. Yeah, I think that's great. And I, I um, you know, it, it is critical and you can see the health of an organization um, shines through when their board recognizes that part of their role is to be a fundraiser yeah, um, yeah. And to help. And because really what we're doing by saying you're a fundraiser is we're saying you care about this enough to ask people to join you. Yeah. And um, and that can make all the difference in um, the integrity and the transparency and the trust building that an organization can have um, when their board is on board. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Great. And it also, you know, it, it's motivational and that's exciting for the board members as the people that they're helping to connect, you know, it, as they see other people getting involved. And it's just inspirational for them to say, hey, we're not in this alone. Um, yeah. You know, look at the possibilities here. And it really opens that up. Absolutely. Well, Pete, this was great. Um, I hope our listeners um, have a couple takeaways. Um that they can go ahead and start implementing. We do have um, board training materials in the Center for Generosity listeners if you need a deeper dive into that. Um, and we also, um, you know, if you're in the center, you could do a one-on-one -on -one or have some consulting hours with Pete to do a deeper dive if you're interested exactly. in that too. So, um, so thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Pete, thanks for being here today, it's fun. Um, it's fun to see you on Zoom um, and to be able to spend some time with you and help grow our listeners out there. No, nope, glad to do it. Good time. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, so friends, um, just to follow up for, um, for next time, um, we are going to be um, talking with Evan Moylan. He and I are actually going to tag team um, next week's topic, which is CEO relationship to the board um, or executive director relationship to the board and how those two things um, should be interacting together and how you can get the best health out of that relationship. So um, I hope you'll join us back next week for that. Until then, you can um, check out the Center for Generosity at www.centerforgenerosity.com. I'll link that down in the show notes. Um, you can get access to Pete there or to any of our other consultants um, if you are looking for deeper dives or one-on-one -on -one conversations. We really appreciate you being here. We hope um, you are finding that we are uh, equipping you to be a generosity leader in your world and in your um, community um, because we just know that the importance and the impact of what your organization is doing is changing lives and we want to make sure that you have the resources you need to do that so thanks for being here until next time <laughs>